Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third installment of the Ring the Bell podcast with Chuck and Lando. I am Chuck. I am Lando. And welcome to this extravaganza of a shit show that we call a podcast. We're very, very yes. excited to be doing this. So, Thank uh, your description. I hope you guys enjoy me sounding like a dickhead and getting predictions wrong left and right mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. Charlie's a dickhead. Lando's Chuck like, is a dickhead. Chuck's the dickhead. All right, you fucking <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> we should just we should just have one podcast where we just roast each other the entire time. We'll, we'll just cut promos on each other. We'll just call it the promo. We're we gonna call that roast with dickhead and teddy bear. Yeah, roast with dickhead and teddy bear. Maybe one day we'll get our own uh own uh, Comedy Central uh, special. We fucking swag. That would be pretty dope. Could you imagine the first podcast to get roasted? Um, I, I I doubt it would be the first roasting podcast, but I'm sure it would still be good. No, 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 it's not even a podcast. I mean, like, first people that have a roast that are podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you, home, okay. homegrown you podcasters. Mean we get, not we like, get roasted. Okay, yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we get our own roast. Yeah, we get our own roast. Okay. So we get, like, Seth Rogen to come talk shit about us. Okay, I got you. I got you. That'd be cool as hell to have Seth Rogen. That'd be awesome. And then... uh. I'd rather have we should get like a like a like we should get like Taz or some shit. I feel like he can roast the shit out of us. I want Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, can we have Van Dam there at least for moral support in the weed? I want Gilbert Gottfried. All right, you can get Gilbert Gottfried. Fuck yeah! All right, anyway, guys, back onto back onto the topics that we normally talk about wrestling yeah what the show is actually about right? you know what the show is actually about on us just being two dickheads and a teddy bear or one dickhead and a teddy bear oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit so we had a big week in wrestling this week lando did we oh, oh oh i think we did oh what happened oh dude so there's this thing called monday night raw and then on tuesday two or smackdown live it's not tuesday night smackdown anymore my bad at NXT, 205 Live, I was following SmackDown on Tuesday. And then we had the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, which is not even close to India, by the way. So if you if you guys listened last week, I was completely fucking wrong about that. And I feel like I'm I not asked you, right? it's like, are we sure? Are we sure that, that Saudi Arabia is in India? That's where the dickhead <laughs> part comes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why Charlie fun. is a dickhead. Yeah. That's me, a dickhead. Just don't call me racist. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me racist, okay? I didn't mean it. I, I didn't know. I'm just an uneducated boy from a town that has horrible education. All right. But so, a Portillo's. Uh, yes, but a Portillo's. But is, the, is even the drive through even that long? Is it like how it is in the burbs or no? No, that's what makes it so great. I can go <laughs> get my fucking beef and cheddar croissant quick as shit. Dude, cheddar croissant, dude. I was talking about, okay, I need to stop this because I was talking about patrols earlier and I, that's all I want now. Luca had that shit last night and I, yeah, I want it. Anyway, so let's go ahead and jump into Monday Night Raw. I mean, Monday Night Rollins. <clears throat> all okay, right. so I didn't see Monday Night Raw at all, so this is all you, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, I gotta set the bar. The bar. <laughs> the bar. All right, so Raw opened this week with a 10-bell salute to Bruno. And it was it was good. And then, was it? Didn't they, right then, they announced that there was going to be a WWE Network special 
about him immediately falling raw right after the 10 bell salute I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. You didn't I, watch I, think I saw I saw I saw a little clip of that ten bell salute on Twitter and I thought it was really cool. Like everybody came out, everybody yeah. in the locker room and Vince was there and everything. So Yeah, I mean it's cool. I, I mean I would expect Vince to be there and everything. They do this almost every time like a legend or a current wrestler passes away. I mean, well the only what was it? I think there's only two times I remember from growing up uh, watching wrestling was when Eddie Guerrero passed away. I don't think mm-hmm. they, they didn't they didn't have a raw that night. They canceled it. The same thing with uh, Chris Benoit. They didn't do one either. I believe they canceled raw that night as well. Did they cancel it? Yeah, I think they just showed like high, high, highlight real matches for for both of them throughout that that raw. Eddie's segment. yeah, Eddie Eddie's I remember was like interviews and shit like that, but I yeah. don't remember Chris's. I'm pretty sure he had like matches or something because like the whole the whole circumstances behind it. Didn't really come out until like either the next day or later on that week. Yeah, because then it was it blew up crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. But it's this cool now that they but they didn't do it for China last when she died was it two years ago no, or last they, year. They showed they showed like that little you know, you know, uh, Joni China lore you know like that timeline. image that that graphic you know that rest in peace graphic. But yeah, they didn't they didn't do a ten bell salute for her. Yeah, which now I mean. I don't know. I feel like if there's someone, if they, if they remember someone, they should remember everyone equally. Yeah, and I would say that like maybe they only do it for the for the wrestlers that had a huge impact, but like China definitely had a huge huge she, impact. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. But didn't she leave with like really bad terms and all that stuff? I don't know. I know. I know that like her post wrestling career is kind of what's like tarnished her wrestling career so far and maybe that's why they didn't do it because they didn't want to like spend too much time on her like that but like as of recently she's been mentioned on tv a couple times you know so like hopefully hopefully they kind of get over it and maybe we can get her in the hall of fame in the couple next couple years yeah that'd be pretty cool i figured she would go in immediately she's definitely she's definitely got to go in at some point right at least the next five years for sure (laughs) I mean, shit, they keep putting celeb. They put fucking Kid Rock in, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. Was it Snoop Dogg got in last year, though? Yeah, but Snoop Dogg it's, is cool. Uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg <laughs> is cool. You're right, you're right. All right, and then after they did that, uh, Brock Lesnar cut a promo. Well, not Brock Lesnar. Paul motherfucking Heyman cut a fucking snazzy promo, and it was fucking good. Don't remember what he really talked about. I didn't have it in my notes, but. Obviously, it was regarding Roman Reigns and their match on Friday at the greatest Royal Rumble in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. At the Jeddah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeddah. It was, uh, it was a good promo. I really liked it. And then uh, Roman came out, and then I started looking at my phone. So I don't know what really happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be completely honest with you. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people probably was just looking at their phone. Well, uh, okay, I didn't watch the full Raw. I watched the Hulu edition because I'm still currently out in Ohio for work. Oh, my so God. So, so like, this week, recap is going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah, so there might be, if you're listening, like, oh, wow, like, you didn't mention this, you didn't mention that. Well, yeah, well, fuck you. I'm fucking working. <laughs> I've worked 12 days in a row so far, 11 and a half hour fucking days. 
I I don't really have excuses to why I didn't watch it. I just honestly didn't feel like watching it this week. Pornhub is an amazing excuse, and I use it for everything. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's do Pornhub. But like, I also didn't watch SmackDown Live either. Pornhub. There was something I dreaded because I I realized that the that the Greatest Royal Rumble was gonna have to be like at least five hours long, and like I really kind of dreaded watching twelve hours of wrestling this week. Yeah, that's how I feel with the. Uh watching like nxt and like 205 live like i'm so drained by like the end of tuesday of wrestling especially if there's like a new japan going on during the week too which i have mm, I, yeah yeah like if i if i really want to watch that like i'm gonna save save myself to watch that because man a lot yeah, of wrestling i mean i watched that week like I, i've been really wanting to get back into impact too but it's so hard there's so much wrestling on all week yeah, maybe maybe like one day we'll start too. covering Impact and ROH as well. Oh man! And then you know maybe you can step outside, step into the world of progress, and that'd be sweet. ICW. Yeah, one day. Or we can someday. Yeah, someday. All right, then after that, my se- this is my favorite segment of the week. I'm calling it now. Sammy and KO have their own talk show now, kind of like the highlight reel. I saw a little clip of that. <laughs> was yeah, the Sammy and Kevin the show. The best thing that happened this week. <laughs> it was hilarious. And it was even cooler because it just reminded me of like us doing this podcast. Like two best friends just sitting there, just talking shit. Just talking shit <laughs> yeah. about everything and, every- and everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they had, a, they had a Kurt Angle as their special guest. And uh, yeah, Kurt, they started talking shit to Kurt. And, uh, you know, Kurt Angle. He pulled a, uh, a, uh, damn, I forgot his damn name. Well, yep, can't do it. Holla, holla. He made a tag team. Teddy Long. <laughs> he, he made you it. forgot Teddy Long's name. Yeah, it slipped my mind really quick. <laughs> I told you, man, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> he makes a match for later in the night. KO and Sammy versus Braun and Bobby Lashley. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn. And then, damn, yeah, they were both uh, pretty uh, butthurt about it, you know, how they normally are. Yeah. Then after that, we had a backstage segment between Seth Rollins, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel, with Bo and Axel trying to persuade Rollins to let him join join him. That's like a type of like a mistourage thing. It was hilarious because Seth just turned him down. Like they they like uh-huh. they like they came in and they just yelled "burn it down" and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like okay, dude, this so, is, so they're like literally this show had I like I'm not lying like half of this show like from the start was just like promos and segments like at least for the Hulu edition I'm pretty sure it was close enough if not they had like a couple like minor matches in between it it had to be mostly built for the greatest Royal Rumble right yeah. Mostly, I mean, it was it was funny as fuck though. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Then after that, love Bo Dallas. I'm sure that was great. Oh, dude, it was great. Just just wait. There's a better. There's one even better <laughs> later on in the night. And then, uh, so then we have we finally finally after like 30 minutes to 45 minutes, like at least on Hulu, it was the first match of the night, and it had the debut of uh, Drew McIntyre in a in on a Monday Night Raw ring with Ziggler. Uh, going against Titus and Apollo, and 
let me tell you, Ziggler and McIntyre, Jesus Christ, dude, they make a good fucking team. They completely dominated Titus and Apollo. And I'm pretty sure they hit that sweet uh finisher that they have, the zigzag. and The, the Claymore, Claymore and zigzag combo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I bet. Like, we talked about that last week, about how fucking cool that is. So. Yeah. I really, I really hope they... uh. They keep them together for a while. Because it seems like the tag division on Raw is going to get fucking phenomenal real quick. Have they offered any explanation as to why they're together in the first place? Um, no. Like, the, the match ended and I believe <laughs> just they just walked out. They're just going to let it lie, fuck it. Yeah, they're just going to let it go and then I feel like they're just going to build them up and then maybe somewhere down the road they're going to they're going to uh, address it. If not, I'm still fine with it because it's going to be sweet as fuck no matter what. Yeah. And then we... What else? What else? What else happened, Chuck? And then after that, we had the debut of Chad Gable in a mm. Raw ring going on a singles match versus Jinder Mahal. It was honestly a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. But before the match started, Ginger attacked Gable with the stairs. Like, he, I think he threw the, the steel steps at him, or he threw him into the yeah. steps. Either one. Like, he was beating the shit out of him before the match even started. And then, uh, like, Ginger goes for his finisher, and, like, Gable runs up the, uh, runs up the turnbuckles, and, like, flattens, like, counters, like, his finisher to where, like, Cable's on top of him, like a pinning point, and like he gets the win. He, like he pinned Jinder, and Jinder could get out of it because he he had his finisher hold on him. So he was he he caught himself, and he was just late. He was just like on top of him. It was very it was look very awkward, but yeah, Gable stole a victory right. right there. That's good. That's good. I hope he gets a push. I hope he gets a push too. But now it it's coming to me. That what I'm thinking about is like Jason Jordan's gonna be returning soon, so I feel like the realliance of American Alpha is is coming, because I or possibly a feud or a feud or or I mean, you think they'll go like the whole like Gargano and Ciampa way, like get them back together and build it, or do you think they're just gonna go straight into something like? Hmm. Mm. Um, I I feel like there, there's no bad blood between them yet. I don't think you know, like they split because Jason went to, went to Raw and then Gable joined. You know, he was he stayed on SmackDown and then he formed that team with Shelton. So I don't necessarily think there was bad blood. So they could they could in theory reform American Alpha, but I feel like I feel like they could also both keep being singles competitors and yeah, eventually feud or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if it would be as bad blood as, as, as Ciampa and Gargano, but I'm sure they could work up something. Yeah, maybe. That's why. I don't know. That's the first thing. Like, I didn't think of it when, was it last week when they announced that he was going to Raw? I didn't even think about it. It took me till this week. And uh, before the match, like, he had, like, a promo backstage or something, too. And uh, right then I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, Jason Jordan, like, he had, he has to be coming back soon. So... I don't know, that's my first thought, that there's going to be a realliance there somewhere. That, mm-hmm. or they're just going to be on their own for a while, and then team up together again to make that fucking tag team division more stacked than it already is. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be I cool. Would. Like, I loved American Alpha. And they only had one title reign, so it would be nice to see them win and more you gold. you saw them win that title, too. So, I did. I did see them win that title, and it was dope as fuck, and I was so super happy. And I didn't I didn't cry, but I could have. Yeah, I'm, I'm very shocked you didn't cry. <laughs> it was also the first time you sat on the floor for a WWE event, too. Fucking dick. Yeah, I hate, I hate, I didn't like it. I'm sticking to my 100 sections, dude. Yeah, I'm sticking to that 100 section. Either that or just fucking cop out for first or second row. Uh, maybe for NXT I'll do that, but I don't have that money either, so. <laughs> All right, then after, what were you going to say? Catch me front row at next year's WrestleMania. Oh, fuck. Are you trying to go oh, to yeah. New York, dude? I mean, we'll get some, I'm like. promote. I want to promote the shit out of this podcast. We, that's how we're going to get our, our, our listeners, dude. I'm going to hold a sign promoting it. You should just have a Rego is Fail sign, too. Front row at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, catch catch the teddy bear with the ringing the bell podcast sign. We're going to have our own belt, too, dude. Year. We're just going to be ringing the bell oddly through the matches, throwing off the superstars. <laughs> got to make sure they're focused at all times. Yeah. <laughs> If <laughs> that'd be so fucked up, dude. <laughs> dude, it'd be so lit though. It'd be like it'd be like that scene in Happy Gilmore when uh, he's he's uh teaming up with Bob Barker for that charity uh golf thing, oh, yeah. and like the dude is just in the back on him a jackass the fucking entire time. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to catch fucking Blonde's hands, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> about to catch these hands, I'm, I'm, but I'm scared for Nicholas though. He might come out and fucking. Give me like fucking mean left no, hook or some shit, dude. With, you don't want to fuck with Nicholas. Yeah, dude, All right, so what else? What what else? What else? What else happened in Raw? Check. All right, then after that, there was a backstage segment with Balor and Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, and they no were way. trying they wanted to, to be Balor Club. They wanted to join the Balor Club, and they're like, "It would be too sweet, dude." It was hilarious. <laughs> like, dude, you need to go back just to watch these promos. Like, they were so great. <laughs> it was awesome. And then... Uh, oh, God. And then uh, I'm pretty sure, like, Kurt announced it somewhere during Raw, but during the Hulu one, it just kind of, like, popped up on the screen that it was going to be uh, uh, Seth Rollins and Balor versus Bo and Axel in the main event of Raw. Hmm, okay. Mr. Raj. Do, are they still calling themselves the Mr. Raj? Yes. Pretty sure why? they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, why not? Like, they could just be his lost puppies for the next year until they get bumped to SmackDown, or either Miss comes back, or they like go get let go. Either one. Like, I mean, I feel like all three are very, very uh, mm-hmm. optional. <clears throat> uh, yeah, maybe and, they can go back to being a social outcast. Is he uh, still on Raw? Yes. I believe Social so. Social Let's dude, get right on that all shit. about that, dude. Do the victory lap, dude. All you gotta do is bully. <laughs> yeah, the fucking victory laps, dude. Oh, man. Social Outcast was cool, man. It's a shame they never actually got over. I, I fucking love both well, They're over with us, dude. I love both like, we... so much. <laughs> all right, and then yeah. uh, we had Braun and Lashley versus KO and Sammy. And uh, can you predict who won this one? <laughs> Um, Braun and Lashley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By a lot. They beat the shit out of them. By a lot. Dope. I don't know. It was like, a pretty good match. Like, I mean, 
it was it was back and forth, but I mean, come on, you're not gonna beat Braun and Lashley. No, you're not. It was fucking great. It was it was a good match. And then uh, there's a I don't know if she's gonna keep doing to have these things like an ongoing thing, but it was a it was a Alexis Bliss segment. Like you know how like Adam Rose had his thing. Uh, there's a a moment of bliss now. Oh really? Yes, and she was talking about so bullying like, the entire time, like playing up that, like playing up that story more and more. The how nice the boy just my victim. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's yeah. interesting. That's yeah. interesting. I like those type of styles. Like I like, like I didn't like Adam Rose as a wrestler, but I fucked with his uh, from the Rosebush segments. They're so funny. So I like shit like that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty good. Oh, my bad. The Seth Rollins and Balor match was not at the end of the night. It wasn't the main event? No. Somewhere during the night, like there's, it was never shown. I don't know. Well, the, uh, I'll get to the main event. Well, the next is Seth Rollins and Balor versus the Mistraj. And yes, they're still called the Mistraj because that's what I wrote down on my notes. So that must have been what popped up on the, <laughs> when they came out. And uh, it was an all right match. Wasn't anything too special. Seth Rollins and Balor won, of course. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you have them both going in it to the Intercontinental match on uh, Friday. So you don't want to make them look weak. Especially right now, Rollins. Rollins like, is super on fire, super over. Like He ain't losing anytime soon. So Monday Night Rollins, man. Like you yeah, said. Monday Night Rollins. And it's awesome because Seth Rollins is my boy. <laughs> he just needs to start yeah, throwing down when he comes out, though. He needs he needs laying a couple spin kicks. Back in the day. Bring, bring back those fucking spin kicks. Yeah, bring back spin kicks, dude. He was I doing the title shit. spins when he got the IC title. He spanned that bitch around. Yeah, I saw that was pretty dope. All right, now it's time for the main event of Monday Night Raw. It was a 10 women tag team match. What? Really? Yes. It was Nia, right, who? Bailey, Sasha, Ember, and Natalia versus Bliss, Mickey, and the Riot Squad. Really? Yes. It was. It, I liked it. It was a really good match. It was a good way to close out Raw. I mean, when does a women's match like headline a Raw? Main event a Raw? Not very often. Exactly. So I mean, it was good, but uh, what uh, what kind of like upset me? Them not upset me, but like I wish there was a winner in this match. Like it ended in a DQ. Oh, did, forgot, it, did I forgot, somebody? I forgot somebody run interference. Down. Yeah, forgot. Where the DQ came, but Rana comes out to help Natty because they seem like they're forming a alliance. I I completely spaced out writing down that. <laughs> I legit forgot what happened. <laughs> Fuck, dude, we're really awesome. fucking good at this. We definitely deserve to have a podcast. You know, we do, we do, we definitely. We're do. really fucking good at this. Shit. Man, I can't believe it. Like, I like I I knew I wrote this time. Like, oh no, I'm not gonna forget. Like, the podcast is on Saturday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but if you guys watched it, you guys know what happened. But yeah, Ronnie came out and uh, 
to help Natty. Natty. That's what I wrote my notes. <laughs> so yeah, that's how the show ended. And then next, we roll into SmackDown Live. The show opens up with a bang. Miz opens the show. And he's going to have a Miz TV. And he goes on to talk about him and Daniel Bryan. And their feud that's been boiling for over a couple years now. And uh, mm-hmm. and he, he went on to say that ever since that he's had uh, Monroe, that uh, he's changed, that he doesn't have any more black blood, no more. He's not holding a grudge with Daniel Bryan anymore. He called Daniel Monroe, Bryan out to talk to what? Monroe, Monroe. That's his daughter, right? Yeah, that's his kid. Okay, I was like, yeah. who the fuck is Monroe? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude! You don't t- you don't keep up with Total Divas, man. We're, no, dude, I don't. Once the season premieres of Total Divas, uh, I'll, don't worry, I'll be covering because my wife will be watching it, and I'll be watching it too. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be lit, dude. But anyway, yeah, he goes on to say that he's changed since he's became a father, and that he has no bad blood towards Daniel Bryan. He just called out to like squash everything, and uh, he was saying that it's weird for. That like it's different that that Brian didn't feel the same way once he had Birdie, which is his 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 kid. If you if you didn't know that, right. trying to catch yeah. up. To no, I, I I did know that one. I've seen YouTube videos. Oh, okay, that's good. That that's good. We're off to a good start yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, he says weird that how he didn't change once he had his kid. That he's still holding a grudge with the Miz. That's, that's something that happened on Talking Raw or Talking Smack two years ago. Yeah. Which. And he goes great, on to say great that promo by the way. Call back call back to that dope ass promo. Yeah, and then he goes on to say that as soon as that he left SmackDown, that uh talking smack went away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he goes on That's and he's so he's waiting. Sort of accurate. Yeah, it is. He went on to uh wait for Brian to come out. He never came out. And then uh we get big cast. Comes out and interrupts the Miz while he's he's still talking, and uh, he becomes his guest, and he goes on to start talking shit about Daniel Bryan Big as well. Cass. So, so Daniel Bryan doesn't come out, no. but Big Cass comes out. Yeah, I think because remember Perfect. last week at the end of SmackDown, like Big Cass came yes, in. Yeah, and I remember he attacked him because yes, yeah, so he did, like, attacked Daniel Bryan. So I'm, I definitely feel like there's. Building up big cast and Brian for like a fucking uh, David versus Goliath storyline. It's still, it, yeah. I mean, I guess like if that's how you're gonna paint it, sure. But why thrust big cast into a match against the biggest star in WWE? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he never ever since he him and Enzo separated. Like he's never had that. Like he never really got over. Like. No, he didn't. Like, Enzo needed him, and he needed Enzo. And, mm-hmm. like, neither of them are that good at singles wrestling. Maybe Cassis now, like, his mic skills got really good because, like, he was cutting a promo, like, with The Miz because, I mean, he was his guest. This went on for, like, 15 minutes or, like, 10 minutes after he came out. And, like, his mic skills got, inc- like, good, like, during his uh, time away. Was it seven months, he said? Yeah. Like, he's he's a lot better on the mic now for sure. Okay. All right. Well, all right. We'll see. We'll see, Big Cass. I'll give him a chance. Yeah. And then we have the 
debut, I think it's the debut of Asuka in a SmackDown ring. I think that was her first match. Yes. Mm, yes. And so it was Asuka and Becky versus the iconic duo. Ooh. You want to guess who wins this one? Um, the iconic duo? Yes. With a fruit roll. Are you serious? Yes. They pinned Becky. Oh, fuck, no. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, dude. They they pinned Becky. I was just kidding. Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious, dude. Look that shit up right now. That's fucking awesome. Hit the Google button. Hit the Google button. Okay, Google. (laughs) You're looking up right now. I bet you are. You're looking at your phone. I am. I am looking it up right now. Yeah, (laughs) look at this. The iconic. Beated. I know. I, I, it surprised me too, just because it's Asuka's uh, in-ring debut. So does does this count as a loss for her though? She didn't get pinned, but she was part of the team. Like, is this another loss? Is this two in a row for Asuka? Like, would you even count this? Do they? I wouldn't count tag matches. Are they counting tag matches? I don't know, but I I wouldn't count it either in my book. But you don't know how it, how it is. I mean, we don't know how it is. Like, if they're they're gonna say that like she's fucking lost two matches now. I don't know. I have this weird feeling that like she is gonna just gonna go on like a fucking losing streak for a while, and then they'll build her back up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wouldn't count a tag match. But everyone was so hyped when was that mixed match, mixed match challenge was going on that uh, that she was gonna lose. And that, and that would have been her streak because they kept talking about her streak in that. So, if she would have lost, so they streak, were counting would have been over it with, yeah. That's why I'm going. With so they like, were they were counting her tag two. matches. Yes. So she's zero she and two basically. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, zero and two in the last on two S- matches on SmackDown. Yes. Well, technically, since coming, she's only been on SmackDown once though. Because I mean, technically, she's still well, on Raw. I mean, I guess if you really want to be technical about it, that Charlotte match was a SmackDown match because it was for the SmackDown Women's title. True, true. But she still was a Raw superstar. I don't know. Either way, she's lost her last two matches. She's lost in two in a row, basically. She lost two in a row, yeah. So, like, it's just, like, it's either proven to me that, that they are going to put her on a losing <laughs> streak or maybe that, like, she's, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like a losing streak is coming. And I hate it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. That was a pretty decent mm. match too. It's and it's surprising that the the iconic duo got their got their win though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. I love it. I love those two. Cool. Yeah, no, you do. I love those you love ladies. I do. I do love my Peyton Royce, and I love my Billy Kate, but I love my Peyton Royce more. <laughs> They're Australian. Have I mentioned that? Have I mentioned that they're Australian? Yeah, dude. They're Australian. Oh, yeah. Where are they from? They're from Australia. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. We're at Australia, though. Good question, good question. You're Um, not a fan. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dickhead. There's a dickhead and Chuck coming out again. Just let me have or my Lando's moment. Cry- Look at Lando's crying, teddy bear. The teddy I'm not bear arises. Crying, dude. You need. Do you I'm need not crying. Hug? I'm just saying. You've been you've been hogging the mic this entire time. Just let me have my moment. <laughs> but well, someone didn't watch the wrestling this week, so someone does have to talk the entire time. 
Okay. All right. Which is no, totally going to be no, fine because no, I totally okay. almost did that last week. So, anyway, after that, we get <laughs> Rowan versus Jimmy Uso, which is a uh, rather short match. But it was, it, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this match. Like it was all right. It was all right match. Like there was not really a match this week that, at least from the two, um, two uh, weekly uh, shows that stuck out to me. I I saw the, I saw the finish to this match because your wife sent it to me on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you see that like. She was at work the other day watching the Greatest Royal Rumble. I've never been so yeah, proud. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you turned your I'm wife doing into good. a wrestling fan. Whoops. Did a good job. But she can't <laughs> wait to get home and be like, hey, babe, we got to watch uh, 12 hours of wrestling every week just for my podcast. <laughs> She's going to love it, dude. Yeah. All right, anyway. So I did see the finish to this Rowan and, and Uso match, and I know that Naomi um, kind of ran interference and helped Jimmy get the win. Yeah, I don't know. I I like the finish though. Like I felt like it was cool. Like does this mean like Naomi's going heel too? Are the Usos even heel anymore? Like, I believe in this situation against the Bludgeon Brothers. No, because I think since Naomi got involved, that's where your sympathy factor comes in. You know. So, yeah. The Usos, in this case, I think, are the sympathetic bad or good guys. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to feel sorry for them when they face the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, you're supposed to feel so, sorry for everyone. <laughs> so, you know, like, get ready. Get ready for the face paint and the, and the dancing. Yeah. It's coming back. Oh, dude, we got to learn <laughs> that dance, dude. It'll be fucking awesome. Just show up at yeah. parties and start doing that dance. Just start doing It'd that be- shit. Oh! It'll be it'll be it'll be a party starter, dude. And then then we'll just play cocaine avalanche after that. Yo, when when I say two, you say small. Two small. Two small. Yeah. <laughs> Should we explain them this inside joke or no? We'll, we'll just let this one slide. For no. Now. <laughs> no, we'll just let this one slide. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, one day. You'll know the inside joke, and then hopefully. we got to build anticipation so they come back. You know, like yeah, this dude, we got to we got to build a storyline, dude. Yeah, they want to list. They want to find out the story of too small. I wonder if like anyone thinks like, man, how do these two dumbasses meet? One day you'll find out how these two dumbasses met. Sure. Yeah. Let's dive into our personal lives, but <laughs> someday keep listening, keep tuning in. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even listen to the podcast after we record it. <laughs> no, I well, I, I mean, I listen to it just to make sure it sounds good, but I skip through. All right, we're going off track here. We need to keep on keep our yes, focus on yes, the wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then next, we had the Carmella and Charlotte contract signing for Backlash, and uh, it's like a normal just contract signing. Like Charlotte comes out, or Carmella came out first. You know, mm-hmm. gloating like she she's has been the last two weeks, and uh, she's she's a prince. That's the gloat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She comes out and she does her video package, that the same one that they played last week. And then she loved it so much she played it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then halfway through it, like Charlotte came out, and then Charlotte came out and like straight business signed the contract. 
uh, Carmela signed the contract. Like, I think Carmela started talking shit, and she legit just flapped. Charlotte flipped the table on top of Carmela and walked out. <laughs> I saw a gif of the table smash on Twitter, and yeah, I watched it for like like a minute. I thought it was hilarious. It was great. I was fucking I was sitting <laughs> in my hotel bed just fucking dying. Uh, <laughs> and then next, I don't know if you saw this on a glyph on Twitter. We were supposed to have Jeff Hardy versus, versus Shelton. So Shelton came out. It's in the ring. Jeff, Jeff's music hits. He gets halfway down the ramp. And then guess who comes out? Um, is what is it a debut or something? Or no, no, it's more of like a, a more of like a story building. I would say. Oh, was it, um, Randy? Yeah. Randy comes out and interrupts Jeff just right. like because Jeff, Jeff Randy. yeah Jeff interrupted him last week yeah and then uh, oh that's interesting yeah I know I hope they're I hope they're building this up that'd be cool I mean they've wrestled each other before right for like the world title oh yeah they did yes. like that two thousand whatever yeah. raw when he did that slanton bomb out the Titan Tron yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. please make that happen again. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see that again. That'd be fucking It's time nice. for the U.S. title. You know, the most prestigious title on SmackDown. SmackDown. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> but uh, Shelton picks up the win over Randy. Yeah, it shocked the shit really? out of me, too. Yeah, it shocked me. No, that's good. That's good because, like, they, have a, they have a great fucking wrestler in Shelton. And, like, if he keeps losing, he's just going to be a jobber. And, you know, it's not going to be good. Yeah, true. So clearly, this is going to lead to a triple threat, right? Uh, I would imagine so. I would, I would hope it either takes place that backlash or money in the bank. But I feel like they might be building it for backlash. But backlash is next Sunday, the sixth, right of May. True. I two think weeks, it is. I think in two weeks. Hmm, I'm pretty sure it is actually this upcoming. Weekend, mm. May sixth, two twenty eighteen, in New Jersey. Let's go, dude. Which is Sunday. Yeah, um, this this upcoming, not you know, this Sunday, but next Sunday. Next, that's next what I meant. Sunday. Yeah, like it's been two big events. It's the day after Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinco. Oh man. Man. That was probably racist. It wasn't racist at all. Well, I get to say that, you know, because, like, I come from Mexico land. You come from the great mountains of Colorado. Calm down. <laughs> That's basically Mexico land. <laughs> Close enough. Fuck it. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, then. We have a backstage promo with the New Day in the bar. Again, Mm -hmm. I failed to fucking write this down. What the fuck they talked about. So we didn't get any debuts from Sanity or Andrade? Like, that's what I was looking forward to. Uh, I believe there was a video package from Andrade. Just a package? Yeah, and I think there was another package for Sanity as well. But it was like the same Mm -hmm. one before. I forgot. Uh, next next week I'll make sure I write this down when I watch it. 
Oh yeah, I forgot. The coolest fucking thing happened this week, dude. So then, uh, in, in the in the beginning of the night, I didn't I didn't write this down, but it was like after the first match, there's a backstage interview with AJ talking about the main event tonight. Who his two partners are gonna be? He was all like, "I found the right two people, and it's gonna be too sweet." Oh man, I got so fucking. Ooh, I got so the club. Well, yes. Right, I forgot about the club. Yep. So I guess there was a. Debuts, I guess. I mean, they've been on SmackDown before. Yeah, before before the brand split. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I was I was excited as fuck just because they. Never... Okay, so we immediately we immediately got the club reunion. Like, that didn't take any time at no, all. No, I feel like That's they're going good. full in with this shit too. Hopefully. That's good. That's really like, fucking good. Like they waited for AJ to come out, and they did the fucking too sweet right on the stage. Like, it was good. Um, so, in the main event, we have AJ Styles in the club. Or, yeah. AJ Styles in the club versus Rusev, Aiden English, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And Shinsuke debuted a uh, Aiden? new song. What? Aiden? English, yeah. A- Aiden English was his tag partner? Yeah, Rusev and Aiden English. Oh, okay, Shinsuke. right, it was a, it's a triple. Okay. I, I don't okay. know if I did six say Rusev. The six-man tag, yeah. And uh, Shinsuke debuted a new theme song, and I fucking yeah, loved it. Yeah, I did it. see that online. I did you did listen to it yet? Well. Yeah, I did. It's awesome as fuck. And I looked at the lyrics for it. Yeah. It, fits him so, it fits him so well. I enjoy it. Everyone's like, it sounds so bad. I don't understand what they're saying. Like, that's the fucking point. Like, he did this so you guys... I think- yeah, so, so nobody can't sings sing along, along right? Because yeah. he's, he's healed now, so they don't want people yelling. But it's cool. It's still that, cool, though, you know, because it has the... People, I feel like people still do it. Like, it still has the violin in there, too, mixed in with this, like... It sounds like... Dude, it sounds like Japanese Limp Biscuit. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that mm, out there. Sort of. Yeah, 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 something yeah, like that. Like that. a new metal sound to it. Like, I enjoyed it. It was good. And, uh... Nakamura gets the win on this one. It was a great match. And, Any uh, little blows? Yes. That's how the match <laughs> ended. I believe it was with, with the a little blow. blow. And uh, after the match, um, I think it was after the match he did the low blow. I think it goes for a King Sasha, but Carl Anderson calls it, comes in the ring. And takes it for AJ. Like, he dives out in front of AJ. So, like, the club is full in. Like, it's 100%. Like, they still have his back. Like, he took the key. I did see... I did see a gif of that. It looked really fucking cool. Because, yeah. um, Shin was about to hit AJ with it. And then Carl dived in and took it. Yeah. That was cool. He goes to hit hit AJ with it again. And then just knocks the shit out of Carl Anderson again with it. And just leaves the ring. And the SmackDown. Damn. Yeah. It like there's no really match that stuck out to me in these last these these two weeklies for sure. From Raw or SmackDown. From Raw or SmackDown, yeah. Like, I mean, they're basically just building up the Greatest Royal Rumble, so it was. Yeah. I feel like the same thing is going to happen this week as well. Building up backlash. It is. It is kind of weird that like we go from. From like WrestleMania weekend to set up for the Greatest Royal Rumble, and now we're going to be doing set up for Backlash immediately. But they have also been setting up Backlash too, 
just because the whole uh, yeah yeah I know there's like five matches that are already. I wonder how long booked for it. the um. I would say probably like three or four hours. Because I know when SmackDown did their own, it was about roughly two and a half, three hours long. Mm-hmm. When Raw did theirs, theirs was always three, three and a half. So I'm thinking like every pay-per-view is going to be four, four, four and a half, five hours long now. Really? I think they're going to be long. Because, I mean, you're not going to have put on a five-minute pay-per-view match. Unless it's a squash between like, I don't know, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss or something. Maybe then. But even then, I don't think they would do that. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I did think that, like, I mean, especially if they're going to, like, carry on all the feuds from both pay-per-views, I mean, from both brands and have them on the same pay-per-view, yeah, it would have to be longer, because otherwise it would just be, like, title matches. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I mean, that's all fine and dandy, too, just to have title matches on pay-per-views, but, I mean, there's other good stories that go on, too, for the most part. I mean, there is some pay-per-view matches that just, like, why is this on the fucking pay-per-view? Maybe that that's why I feel like that's better now that they're they are combining them because they're, you're not gonna get those like what the fuck matches anymore. Like why is this on here? Like a random not it's not a bad thing, but like a random fucking cruiserweight match. Boy, yeah, that, that's no offense. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like unless it's like a number one contender, like if it doesn't have meaning behind it, I don't think it's gonna be on paper. That's well, what I mean, have, like. They never put the cruiserweights on pay-per-views anyway. Or the pre-show. My bad. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was the end of the weeklies this week, I guess. I mean, besides 205 Live and NXT. I, I, guess what? Guess what? What? You know. I went to watch 205, watch 205 Live this week after I finished watching SmackDown, courtesy of Hulu. And, um... Uh, yeah, uh, I saw the first draw for the gauntlet match, which just took the the whole time of two hundred five live this week. And from yes. what I saw of it, of the first draw, nonstop match, wrestling, it was fucking good. And my internet yes. stopped working at the goddamn hotel, and so I just went to sleep. And I'm upset so that I missed two, it. Two hundred five live is on Hulu. No, no, no. It's a, I went on the network for it. Oh, okay, okay. I I would look for. Well, it first of all, Chuck. I want to commend you for checking out 205 Live this week. I'm proud of you. That makes my dick kind of chub. Thank you. I'm proud. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm. But, I'm. Uh, I'm yeah. about to start crying now. 205 Live um, gauntlet match to determine the number one contender for the cruiserweight title at the Greatest Royal Rumble, which is interesting because, like, last week when we did the podcast, we didn't even realize that the cruiserweight was going to be defended, and then. I think there was yeah. two matches. I, I'm because uh, I'm not mistaken. Like, was the John Cena and Triple H match announced last week when we started talking about it too? Mm, I, I believe. Yeah, we did talk about those. Yeah, I have the predictions in front of me, and those are here. Oh, so we ran through the entire card then, right? Like the actual. The only card. yeah, the only, the only match, match. The only match we didn't predict was that Cruiserweight because we, you know we it was, just didn't. it was honestly unpredictable at the time. I had no idea. I didn't think they were actually going to do it. And, you know, so it's cool. It's cool that they did. But 205 Live, gauntlet match. And, yeah, like you said, it was great. We start off with uh, Mustafa Ali versus TJP. 
the first cruiserweight champion from this from this new cruiserweight generation or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Installment, I'll call it, because I feel like it'll go away again when we're down the line. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a huge possibility. Very, very accurate assessment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, good match, like great back and forth. Like these guys are, you know, Mustafa Ali, we know is a is a good worker. TJP is great too. You know, they, I don't think they would have given him the, the the championship in the first place if he wasn't. You know, lately he he's not really doing much on Two Hundred Five Live, but um, he kind of stepped up his game on Tuesday because like they did put on a good match. It ended with um, so TJB started working Mustafa's knee and put him in a knee bar, fucked up his knee, but uh, still Mustafa managed to hit the oh five four is what that one dude calls it the reverse four fifty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he picks up the win, but uh, then um, Drew Gulak comes out, the submission specialist, and Mustafa's in trouble. Yeah, man, it was it was, it was great. Um, you know, Drew Gulak comes out, starts working Mustafa's leg, trash talking, all this other shit. Drew Gulak is dope. He's really fucking cool. Mm. The match regresses. There's like that sick, nasty spot towards the end of that match. Dude, like, how far did you see? I saw. I don't even know. I feel like I got up to him working the leg. Because like mm, it Drew seemed like or TJ or is either that or right before the finish. Because it was because like being a Garland Manhattan, being on two hundred five live. Like I didn't expect the match to go more than ten. And I think it was at like fifteen mm. minutes by now. So yes. I don't know exactly where I where the internet stopped. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they uh they have a match, you know, they paint they paint Mustafa as like a he's the soul. He's a solo 205. He's the, heart. He's, got... he's the heart of 205 Live. Oh, yes, he is the heart. Cedric is the soul. Okay, fuck. Rewind. Take that back. Yeah, we've been saying that for like <laughs> the past like three weeks. And I, I caught that this week because, you know, I, I, I tried to tune into 205 Live and they said it. And I'm like, damn, we fucked up. Yes, Just we like did. everything else. But, um, yeah, you know, like... Um... Gulak was working the, the end, already injured like Ali, so Ali's being made to, you know, like he's he's supposed to overcome all this stuff, and but you can tell he's selling really good, like he, he like fails a drop kick and and all this other shit, but um, and so at one point he tries to to hit the 054 again, but Gulag pushes ass off the top rope and he just like ate the fucking stairs when he landed and and he was unconscious, quote unquote. <laughs> and then Gulak rolls him into the ring and um, puts him in the Gulak. But Mustafa was already unconscious. But for some reason, Charles Robinson allowed this whole thing. So, Charles Robinson, what's wrong with you? Do your fucking job. <laughs> call the match if the man was unconscious outside. <laughs> they can't call a match. So, it's a gauntlet match. There has to be a definitive winner. <clears throat> I feel like at that point, Mustafa couldn't compete, so they could just eliminate his ass from the match. I mean, it probably would have saved time 
for the final. But he, yeah, so so yeah, I mean he's unconscious. Conscience. Conscience. He's unconscious. <laughs> and um, yeah, finally Charles Robinson calls for, for the, the end, you know. Yeah. Mustafa gets eliminated because Drew put him in a gulag after he was already unconscious. So, you know, like I said. Drew's overkill. Is, yeah, he's a fucking monster. I told you, he's a fucking beast. Like, he gives no fucking shits. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> um, so, after Gulak, um, Tony Nese comes out. And I know you don't watch 205 Live, so you don't understand the significance of that. And I don't even, you probably, you didn't even see this, right? Because you're 205 cut out. Yeah, during the first match. I knew he was going to be in the match because they had that, well, they had a video package uh, for the first, like, three minutes of the show. So I, I saw yeah, who was yeah, going to be right, in it. with the competitors. Yeah, so um, Gulak is in the is in the middle of the ring. You know, just like he just like he's smiling because he just killed Mustafa Ali. And Tony Nice comes out, and you know Nice does that really cocky thing where he shows off his abs and he flexes and all this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's bad blood between Nice and Gulak, and like I think like it, it was really cool. That they like kind of like played into that because like as soon as Gulak heard Tony's music, like he, like the smile just came off his face and he got real serious. And then Tony came out and instead of doing that flex, you know, showing off thing that he does, like he just like ripped his fucking vest off and ran towards the ring because he wanted to get his hands on Gulak. Damn, this sounds so, good. Yeah, no, it was great, dude. I'm telling you, two or five is dope. Like this, like the story there between these two is that they used to be um, friends, you know, and they were partners and all this other shit. And then Enzo came in with his Ozo train thing, and he at at one point he forced Gulak to beat the shit out of out of Tony Nice. I think I remember that briefly because that's when right. like two hundred five, not two hundred five, like the cruiserweights were more active on Raw and whatnot. Yes, they were. Yeah, because of Enzo. <laughs> but um, I mean, they had that instance, and then before WrestleMania, when Drake Maverick announced the the tournament to crown the new champ, Drew and Nice faced off against each other, and and Drew, he basically he did the same thing that he did to Mustafa, where he like he like he really fucking took it to him, and then when he put him in the Drew in the in the gulag, like he knocked him unconscious, and I believe he held it on still, you know, because he was like really stepping up his game in terms of like intensity and just being a badass so nice kind of like won and he had it out for him so that was like a cool little interaction there i need to go back and watch this <laughs> like i'm yeah, so man. like it's so cool because i like i like the whole gauntlet thing like they was they did it on raw one of the last two months ago a month and a half ago mm -hmm. and like yeah. it took like two Definitely. hours of raw yeah, that one was two hours long, but it was awesome. Like, it really, like, it was probably, like, the best Raw I've seen in a long time. Besides the one after Mania, though, right? That was pretty fucking good. Yeah, 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 that was, it was intense. I still didn't watch that. That's the, I think I was watching Raw really good up until that, 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 like, that week of the gauntlet match. I decided not to watch Raw. And uh, yeah, I fucked myself up because all I hear, all I kept hearing was like, "Man, this Gauntlet match is amazing." And then once Raw ended up like, "Oh, this is one of the best Raws that they had in a very long time." I'm like, "God damn it!" So that's why I was excited for two hundred five live. I'm like, "They're doing a Gauntlet match. Like, this is gonna be great." Fucking internet had to stop working. Sounds like I missed out on good shit. 
No, yeah, it was good. Um, so Tony comes out and he's like running roughshod on Gulak, you know, just because like he he can outmuscle him and like he's got the agility and all this other shit, you know. So, um, yeah, basically like Tony hits his finisher, and instead of covering Gulak, he wanted to get more revenge, and he and he like he was gonna hit him with a a running knee. He's with this finisher, he's gonna hit it with him again, but uh. Drew countered it into the gulag and picked up the win. What, how fast was it? Was, was it like it sounds like it was like a fast match? No, it wasn't like that fast. Like they did get their time into. Um, I see. I see. Yeah, and uh, you know, there was like there's a few like good spots even within that match. So definitely go back. I will go back and I will watch it. I will. <laughs> but um so after that, you know, like Tony's like fuck shit. So I mean like it, even interesting that like the, that's the way it, it ended because like you could kind of see that like Tony's like rage got the better of him and he yeah. let his his championship opportunity slip away so like he's still for the second time Gulek kind of cost him the title opportunity but like more so he costed himself this time yeah because he was too aggressive Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so you know that gulag and nice storyline can keep going and like i would love to see it because they're both great 205 next week yeah no tune in dude 205 it's dope people need to people need to start watching that shit otherwise i'm gonna fight everybody <laughs> You're gonna hit I'm gonna defend 205 Live till I die, dude. Oh fuck yeah! I want to get a 205 Live neck tattoo, dude. 205 Live till I die, boy. Are you just gonna get 205 Live so you look extra hard? Are you gonna put like the whole purple in it? No, nah, no purple, dude. Just like straight 205. Oh wow! So you heard? Like you heard? Mm-hmm. 205 Live till I die, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, okay, so Gulak picks up the win against Nice, so that's two victories for Gulak. And his final opponent is Belisto. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't expect Kalisto to, like, win this. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect Kalisto to be challenging for the Cruiserweight title, but he did. <laughs> But for for the most part, like Gulak kind of like dominated the match against Kalisto, or just against everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, pretty much. Well, except for knees, you know. Okay, so like Mustafa, he had because like you know Mustafa already like had that knee injury, yeah. so like Gulak took advantage of that hard. Nice was whooping his ass, but you know Nice kind of you know he fucked himself, right? And then against Kalisto. Gulak, yeah, Gulak was like pretty much running the show, but then like he kind of slipped up, and Kalisto managed to hit him with the Salida del Sol, and that's how that's how he did it. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. I <coughs> I wouldn't expect Kalisto to win. Like I was like I, I was expecting uh, Mustafa to win, just to get like the whole WrestleMania rematch again already, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they didn't do that. Yeah. I was. Shocked when he came out first because I thought he would have been like second, like in the second draw yeah. or the third draw, technically. Be the middle, yeah, man. No, definitely. 
I think um, it's it's nice though that because um, we're seeing like different guys challenge for the title as opposed to just like seeing Mustafa challenge for the. I mean, and, and all this stemmed from from Buddy Murphy not being able to make weight, which is like again really cool because like I feel like they're taking the weight class real serious because like Buddy Murphy originally was going to have that title shot, but he didn't make weight. And that's why they set up this gauntlet match to determine who was going to challenge Cedric for it. Uh, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it is. And like, it's like I said, like, it's nice to see like all these competitors, like not only like being given so many opportunities to compete for the title, but like we're seeing different guys challenge for the title, like pretty much every time as yeah. opposed to just seeing a Mustafa and Cedric rematch, which, you know, would still be cool. Yeah. But, they're giving the opportunities to these other guys to showcase what they can do. So is 205 Live the actual land of opportunity then? I believe so. Everyone <laughs> needs to drop to 205 ASAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that was 205 Live. There's was, no promo was afterwards? The match was great. Um, no, it just kind of ended. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay and Grant came out and like they were celebrating with Kaliso because you know, he, he gets to challenge for the for the title. And that's oh, it. That's, that's pretty, pretty much cool. how it ended. The last match was the quickest one, Kalisto and Gulak. Well, I mean, I feel like, but still, like we were talking about earlier, Kalisto botches a lot, so give yes. him a little time, and then that person that was in the ring already had two matches. One and yep. a half matches before Kaliso, and Kaliso's fast as fuck, so. Yes. Makes sense for it to end fast. Mm hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good match. If if we consider, if we consider the, the I mean, because it is a gauntlet match, so it is just like one long match. I'd say probably one of the best matches of the week. Really? Just because of all the different layers, at least for me as a fan of 205 Live, you know, like there was, there was. There was like loose ends there left that can be picked up and, and turned into storylines oh, going true. forward. It's, it's things like, like that. building thing. Yes, exactly. Good. Not only that, like it, you know, it was, it was a really, it was a really nice way to, to determine who was going to challenge Cedric for the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, it's a really good use, really good use of the gauntlet match. The, like the really good booking. Classic. Challenging for the mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Classic, dude. Got it. Is that what I said? Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, it's a classic bout now, dude. Purple. Also, like, plastic. Yeah, it looks like fake-ass rubber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, moving on to um, NXT. What happened um, this week with the NXT? Okay, so the show opens with Undisputed Era coming out and very much just talking about how, like, like all that gold looks good on them, and you know, just being, being a legit like, stable, like I being predict, a legitimate predicted. stable, and then Roddy, Roddy sort of explained why he did what he did, and he just meant like you know, it used to be Roddy versus the world, but I thought to myself like, why go at it alone? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So, um, but um, they do that, and like the crowd. <laughs> like I don't know, like I'm, like they're definitely supposed to be heels, but like they're they're basically like the Bullet Club of NXT because the crowd fucking loves them, obviously, right? Yeah. 
nobody nobody's booing at all <laughs> like they're all chanting undisputed and shit you know like it's it's yeah that's they're crazy. just too good they're just too good to have any heat you know it's one of those yeah. situations but um kind of like at the end of all that yeah exactly so everybody gets their little chance to to like say some shit on the mic and then at the end of all that, Adam Cole announces that he's going to defend his 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 North American title against Oni Lorcan on the spot. So they cut the commercial. Oni Lorcan comes out, and like the crowd loves Oni. I love Oni. I don't know if you know who Oni Lorcan is. I, I've heard of him. I think I've just heard of stuff that happened on Twitter a few months back. Other than that, I'm not, I don't think I've seen him in ring. He's but cool, dude. He's a fucking like to watch NXT as well. He's Side like a fucking over. brawler, dude. He's dope. His wrestling style is like really aggressive. He had a match against Hidel a couple months ago, and um, right off the bat, like, like the the match starts and and Oni charges at Hidel because yeah. it was a grudge match. Hidel had been beating the shit out of Oni, so Oni had you know rage and all this stuff. So the bell rings, and Oni charges at Hidel, and he hits him with a fucking uppercut and broke his nose. Like, actually broke his nose. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, they had to call the match. Like, Hidel goes backstage because his nose is broken, but then, like, he comes back later, and they have the match. But at this point, Oni's, like, getting receipts from Hideo because he just boat. He just fucking broke Hideo's nose, so, you know. <laughs> but still, like, like that's the type of dude Oni Lorcan is, dude. Like, he's a fucking brawler. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, he's cool. He's cool as shit. So he comes out, and then he gets a good reaction. NXT loves Oni Lorcan. And, um, yeah, they have a quick, quick match with Adam Cole. Um, Adam is like injured kind of like his ribs are hurt you know because he had he was in the ladder match yeah at takeover and the fucking tag team match at takeover so he, you know he's not 100 percent, and oni's taking advantage of that so like cole was kind of like on the losing end and at one point kyle o'reilly comes out with um medical staff from backstage and he's throwing up the x like kyle's throwing up the x himself like you know stop the match we're done we're done whatever yeah and while the ref is distracted by all this, Roderick Strong goes from the other side, uh, grabs Oni Lorcan, slams his ass on the barricade, rolls him back into the ring, and then goes back to the other side, picks Adam up, and he's like, go, go, throws him into the ring. Adam hits him with the knee. One, two, three. <laughs> Damn. So, so, yeah, so we got Undisputed Era. like, And, like, that was the whole thing. The promo that they cut, they were talking about how they were going to have each other's backs and all this other stuff. So, like, I think that was, like, a good example of that because, like, Adam was on the losing end of all this shit. They came out and literally saved his title. Yeah. <laughs> so there is going to be, like, it's basically is going to be, like, the Bullet Club, like how the young young Bucks always had Kenny's back in his big matches. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So they, they really are, like, the Bullet Club of... Of NXT, and I have no problem with that. I don't either. I feel like it's it's the time for like stables to come back, come back strong in WWE. Yeah, you know, like this would be a good start. I mean, with NXT to experiment with it, see how it goes. Because I mean, WWE's tried it. Was it last couple? Was it last year, two years ago? They tried it with Total Outcast. Technically, would be well, it would have been a stable. It was like six of them. Yeah, and, uh, and then the they League sort of, of tried it with the club. 
Yeah, so I tried it with the club and the League of Nations as well. The League of Nations was great though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was great, but it just didn't didn't work. But this is working because like they're dominating. Like that's what it needs to be. Like the club will work perfectly fine if they like Gallows and Anderson get those tag belts and AJ hold the championship or hold the belt in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even the ballet club will work too. You might as well just give them bow and uh, bow, bow and axle. It'd be awesome. That'd be too sweet. Oh, yeah. oh I, f- I forgot to mention that um, at the end of that, the Undisputed started beating down Lorcan. And then Danny Burge came and tried to save him, but he got his ass beat too. Oh, so that's, that's <laughs> basically setting up a tag match for next NXT. Yes, exactly. And then Lorkin, Lorkin and Birch have teamed up before. They like they've had they had like a little rivalry where they had a, a couple matches against each other. And then Danny was like, you know, like I respect you type of thing. And then they started teaming up a little bit. So oh, that's pretty cool. I think that's why Danny came out to help help Lorkin out because the they have a little history. Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So that was cool. And then moving on from there, we had a tag team match between Heavy Machinery and uh, Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. How did that turn out? Um, it was um, it was um, it was um, the match. It was it, well, it was interesting. Okay, so um, so let's just skip to the finish, right? Yeah. Um at the end of it there's like a a botch spot where um Riddick Riddick was trying to uh tackle I believe Tucker Knight in the corner and Tucker moved out of the way and he and Riddick ran into Tino and threw him off the apron. Right? Yeah. And then like they have an exchange, like Tina um Riddick has an exchange with Tucker and then like He's trying to get that hot tag to uh, Tino, who's like on the apron now with his arm extended into the ring. And as Riddick like jumps to make the tag, Tino drops and just walks away and leaves him. Oh wow! Yeah, so you know, then then heavy machinery pick up the win with the compactor and all this other stuff. But like, what was interesting to me is that before the match started, I was looking at Riddick Moss and I was like, I think he would do pretty good as a singles guy. Yeah. And then the match goes on and they split up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, like, super great of a match. I think it was more to, to build, build a story. Tino. and Yeah, it was more to build Tino and Rick as, as, um, as singles guys. Now they're probably going to have a feud because Riddick, you know, was left by Tino. And Tino, like... For some reason, people boo Tino. Like, Tino came out, and then everybody's just like, Tino sucks, Tino sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So so I'm assuming he's going to be the heel in this scenario, and Riddick's probably going to, you know, obviously going to be the face. But um, other than that, War Machine cut a hilarious promo. St- stakes and weights. War Raiders, you mean? War Raiders? Oh, fuck. No, no, no. Heavy Machinery. Cut a promo oh, my bad. on the War Raiders. Oh, my bad. You just said War Raiders. I don't think you said the promo. No. That's why. No. That's why. Fuck, I'm kidding you. They're talking about steaks. Steaks. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. 
steaks and weights. That's their thing. You don't watch NXT, huh? No, I don't. I haven't watched NXT in a very long time. I was going to watch it this week, but I but once uh, the Glorious Royal Rumble was five hours long, I didn't have a chance. Like I was going to watch it today, but um, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown, dude. Like I could not sit through twelve hours of wrestling this week. Right? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they call out they call out um the War Raiders, and um, uh, yeah, because if you remember, did they attack when them the last week? War Raiders debuted? Yeah, they beat the shit out of of. of uh, no, last week they had a match against those jobbers, but when they debuted after Takeover. They beat the shit out of the War Raiders and Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Mox. Oh. Mox. So the War Raiders got a grudge. Uh, so that'll probably take place at a takeover then? Or do you think they're going to do it next week? No, it'll week? probably be a takeover thing. Well, when the next takeover is Chicago, right? And that's in June? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, they could, they could build something for a month. True, true. I mean, they're not, they're not guaranteed to be on every episode of NXT either. NXT is still only an hour, though, correct? Yeah, NXT is only an hour, and they do taping, so I really don't think the War Raiders are going to be on TV next week, maybe a couple weeks after that. But yeah, I, yeah, I feel like they can have that match at, um, at TakeOver. I feel like it'll bring down that fucking house. I don't know if it'll bring down the house like Tyler Bate and uh, be done. Pete Dunn, yeah, that was a fucking great match. The best match. I still watch that shit, dude. I think I watched I still it fucking three watch times that match. since we saw it live. Just yeah, to hear I, JR. I think I watched it a couple weeks ago. You did. Yeah. I think it was last week. Was it last I week? Think so. yeah, I remember I sent you. I sent you a snap or something. Yeah, I fucking love that match. Anyway, um, so last week I told you that um, Gargano came out and he. He challenged Alistair for the uh, for the NXT title, and uh, we were gonna have that match today. But um, you, I believe last week you said um that you thought um Gargano was gonna come out yeah. and run interference. Well, you called it because, but it happened right at the fucking beginning. So like Johnny's coming out, he's barely doing his entrance, and then Tommaso shows up. In a Johnny Gargano t-shirt, (laughs) like a fucking savage, and just like beats the shit out of him, man. Like he, like he takes him over to the announce table, clears the table, just like you know, he's about to like slam his ass through the table. He does that. That um, he does like it looks like the white noise, but I don't think he calls it that. Right, and he's about to do that shit to him, but then Johnny starts fighting back, but. You know, Tommaso ends up getting the advantage again, and then they move to the other side of the ramp, and there's a table set up for the spot. It was a spot table, definitely. And um, yeah, Tommaso does that 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 white noise from from the stage to uh. the table, and um, yeah. So Candace comes out because like Johnny looks like he's fucking dead. The paramedics come out. They they like take him to a stretcher, and like they they wheel him backstage. They put him in the ambulance, and, like, there's this really fucking cool shot of, like, the ambulance is driving away, and as it's pulling away, the camera pans up, and Tommaso is just on top of a fucking truck, 
just like looking and doing that wave thing that he he's been doing for the last couple Damn. of weeks. Yeah, so like this was like a four part segment, right? Because like first we had the Tommaso ambush, and then we had the ambulance thing, and then we cut back to inside, back back in the arena, and Alistair is like walking to the ring, and he looks fucking like furious, right? Like he looks yeah. pissed as fuck. He grabs a mic, he gets into the ring, and he calls out to well, he's about to call out Tommaso. You know, he says, "Tommaso Ciampa, you just took out my competition." And he's interrupted by Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this was a convoluted fucking segment, dude. So, so um, Sanity comes out. Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. <clears throat> they make their way to the ring. Eric Young starts talking about, you know, peace through chaos or sanity and all this other shit. And then, as he's talking, Alistair raises up the NXT title and just like yells. Is this what you're looking for? And Eric Eric Young just like smiles and he's like, Well, let's do it. And then they have a match. Eric Young versus Alistair Black for oh, the really? title. Damn, that's that's all this legit. Impromptu as fuck, dude. Like it was like it was it was. It really it was really fucking good. Like it was a lot of action. Like it was a fast moving match. And like the ending was fucking sick. So like Eric Young is on the outside. He's on the apron, and he he hits he hits uh, Alistair and stuns him a little bit, right? And then he slides underneath his legs, and he's he's about to like I don't know what what he's about to do honestly, but like Alistair like just like turns around quick as fuck, black mass to the yeah. face, like like it happens so quick because like two seconds, like Eric Young hits him, slides underneath his leg, gets up, Alistair fucking turns around and just That's kicks him in the face. Awesome. <laughs> Damn, I'm slacking. Yeah, it was a great match, dude. Get two hundred five live. Slacking, dude. It was a good fucking match, dude. It was a really good fucking match. But um, yeah, you should like you should watch it. You should check it out. I'll do my best to. But um, yeah, man, like that's like that, like that was a long segment. Like it felt, it honestly felt like a four part segment because, like I said, so we had the we had the Tommaso ambush. We had Johnny being carried away with the ambulance. We had Alistair coming out, about to call out Ciampa. And then Sanity comes out and interrupts him. And that led to a match between Eric Young and Alistair Black. And at the end of it, the other Sanity guys get in the ring. And um, Alexander gets in. Alistair ducks him, hits him with the black mask. Keelan gets in. Like, he picks him up. Like he's about to like do like a fucking someone drop or something, but Alistair slips away. Black mass. So now all three sanity guys are laying in the middle of the ring because like Alistair just kicked them in the face, and Alistair's just standing there looking like a fucking boss. Damn, the way he should. And NXT ends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <clears throat> so that was NXT. Sounds good. <laughs> Two Fire Live and NXT sounded good this week. I made the wrong choice by watching Raw and SmackDown. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Someone has to, to watch it here. Uh, next, we have the greatest Royal Rumble in the kingdom of yeah. Saudi Arabia, Jeddah. Jeddah, Saudi. Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. The town looks fucking amazing too. Like all those shots they did throughout the night. Yeah, it looked really, it looked really beautiful out there. And, and you mentioned that you don't think there was a, a wrestling uh, a uh, 
garage for wrestling over there. That fucking place was yeah. both packed as fuck. It was super packed. I didn't I didn't think there was that huge a market. Like I don't remember them ever holding shows out there, but I guess I just never heard about it. They did, I think they did house shows. That's what it was. Anyway, so uh, the night starts off with uh, singing of both countries, both countries' uh, national anthem and uh, video package. And then the first match of the night is Triple H versus John Cena. It was a pretty decent match too. Like it was not that bad, it, dude. Honestly, it was really. I. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like there was no build up no, to it. It at was all. improv too, but. But it was like it was a really good match. Like I them, didn't hate it at all. Like I was watching it and I was like, "Fuck!" Like these guys can still put on great fucking matches. And it was even crazier. Was it the first time they met since two thousand eight? I believe they said. Yeah. Or no, it was eight. Time. It was eight years. years. It was eight years. They said. Eight years. Yes. And they're both gone. So long. Yes. Yeah. Time. And like I mean, every time Triple H gets in the ring, like he doesn't put on a bad match. Same thing with John Cena. Like, like. They both bounced back off each other really well. I don't know. It it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good way to start the show. It was. It was a good start to the show. And um, we had predictions for this. Did I think? I don't know. If, I don't know if you remember, but um, I chose Cena. I think I chose Cena as well. No, you went Triple H. I did. You wrote? Did you write this down? <laughs> yeah, I took notes. Oh swag, dude. I did take yeah. Triple H. Fuck. Son of a bitch. See, this is where, like, if you go back to the start of the podcast, <laughs> where I said where I'm really bad at predictions, there you go, because <laughs> I don't even remember my prediction. I thought I had John Cena. I thought I was part of the C Nation. No, Guess dude. not, dude. And then, um, so after that good opener match, we had the Cruiserweight match. Right? Yeah, which was another good match. Which was a great match. Um, I I told you guys, um, you and and this other smart that we hang out with, that um, like I was really fucking impressed with Kalisto, you know. And going back to to like the whole two hundred five live, like you know, I just it didn't it didn't really make sense to me that he won because I don't think he's good. I think he can be good. Yeah, and he proved. At at the greatest Royal Rumble that he can be good yeah. and um yeah he, he looked fucking great out there. I mean, he technically he's supposed to be the the new Rey Mysterio of uh this era of wrestling. Technically, technically yeah, yeah. Even though the crowd's not behind him like they were Rey. No, not originally. You know, because like I feel like everybody sees the same thing where like he can't. He doesn't like have consistently like we know that he he's a good worker and he can have good matches, yeah. right? But it's not a consistent yeah. thing, and I don't know if it's his fault or booking or whatever. Yeah. But like, there's a, you know, there's always a lot of botches with with Kalisto, but like he looked really fucking good at the Royal Rumble, and I was really fucking impressed. And like, I loved that match. It was a good is match. That, is that your match of the week? It was a really good match. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Orlando, Orlando's well, I mean, a fucking ba- uh, 205 Live bias. Every week, it seems like his no, favorite no, no, match no, no, is from no, 205 no, Live. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I just love, I love the Cruiserweight guys. Like, these guys, uh... This is the type of action that I like, dude. Like, I, I like that fast, in-your-face, like... 
fucking get out of my way shit, you know? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, um... Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably one, it's probably up there. <laughs> All right, and um, then next, we have The Bar versus The Woken. I'm just going to start calling it The Woken now. The Woken. We have Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus The Bar for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, again, I love Bray and Matt as a tag no, no, team. so great. And this is a prediction. This is a prediction we both yeah. got right. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. We couldn't even predict the Cruiserweight match because we didn't even know it was going to happen until Tuesday. No, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't even know it was happening. So, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt Hardy and Bray picked up the win. It was a pretty decent match too. It wasn't. I don't know. It, it was. It was a decent match. Didn't stand out like super crazy. Like how 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 was your no. vibe towards the whole event? It's like, did you feel like it was a pay per view? Did you feel like it was a Royal Rumble? It felt, it felt like a, a house show that was being broadcast on TV, but it was a very large house show with a lot of fireworks and rich people everywhere. So you don't you don't <laughs> even think it had like a, a pay per view feel? Not really. Even the Rumble felt a little stagnant to me. Damn. Well, I guess we'll get to the rumble. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, moving on, Dan. Now we have uh, the rematch for the U.S. belt between Jinder and Jeff. And uh, I know I got this one wrong, and I shouldn't have went with fucking Jinder because there were not in India. They're in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we're fucking horrible. I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That was my whole thing about picking gender. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Wrong as fuck. <laughs> Fucking wrong. So You got wrong. that right, at least. I didn't. See, you're getting good at predictions. I'm not. I'm still in the bottom. Uh, yeah, world. see, because I, I, I went with my gut on that one because I thought... I went with my gut, too. You know. <laughs> That's the fucked up part about I it. Jeff, I thought Jeff just got the title. There's no way he's going to drop it so quick. As much as I wanted gender to win... Because you know I put on my fucking Maharaja shirt because I wanted to support my mans. Did you? I knew he wasn't going to. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> dude, I've been wearing like a, a Jay White shirt all week. That's all I've been wearing is my Switchblade shirt. Like Re- Re- Rebecca came over and she was making fun of me the entire time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> wait, just so like, wait, so one day like, you're going to be all into this just, just like Lupe. She's watching it and he's not even home. It's gonna happen. I'm saying, dude. So, like, I I told her I broke up my Maharaja shirt. Did you just break it out just <laughs> for that match? Is that why? I mean, I wore it for the event, but I wanted to support my man. So that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's Even though I awesome. knew he was gonna lose, my heart was still on Ginger's side. My heart. My heart. All right. Next, we had the SmackDown. Tag Team Championship match between the Usos, the Bludgeon Brothers. And it was a fast match, and I didn't care for it at all. Straight up, didn't yeah, care. Yeah, we both got it right. It's like, I'm getting See, tired that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, like it was a, it's a weak card, right? Like, I mean, on paper, it was a stacked card, yeah. but, like, it, it was still kind of like a weak 
weak show. Honestly, yeah, like, I was excited for most of it, like, but then, like, I don't know. Like, it was cool as fuck. Like, to me, it felt like it was, like, a pay-per-view, even though it was, it looked like it was on a big stage of, like, WrestleMania, just because it was outside. You know, they had a lot of pyro, which they don't do anymore, which is the best thing. <laughs> yes, they did. But that's because, like, the Saudi Arabia guys paid for all that shit. Ah, uh, damn. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did like, and I mentioned this to you again on you, you fucking smarks. That um, I like the the I like the simplicity of the stage setup, and I like I, I figured like it was that simple because it would cost a shitload of money to bring like a huge elaborate stage setup all the way to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but I really like the simple stage setup. Like it reminded me of a new Japan pay per view, and like I thought it was cool because like. This is just screens, right? I don't know, like, like just like four or five big screens. Yeah, like it was just it was just screens, and I liked how like on one side you had like one guy, and then the other, you know. See, it's kind of like like um, do you know like Ring of Honor when they do title matches and they like display the image of the belt? Yeah, right. So it kind of reminded me of something like that, where like you had. You know, like, let's say the Jeff and Jinder match. You had an image of Jeff on one side, and then you had an, the image of Jinder on the other side. And it felt more like a, like a sports, like a sporting like event. A, like me. a boxing match type thing. Yes, exactly. You know, like a UFC fight or a boxing match or something like that. So, like, I really liked the, simpl- the, like the, the, the state setup when it was just, like, screens. And yeah, it was pretty cool. It kind of, like, it, like, for me... It, it put it put the focus more on like the actual wrestling than the elaborate entrances and ceremony of it all and shit. Yeah, that's so. pretty cool. I wonder if they're gonna do this every year now though. <clears throat> or do it um, in other countries. I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like this was all because of that um Saudi Arabia's trying to like kinda like um get right type of way, you know, like the twenty thirty mission. I don't know anything about it necessarily, but you know, like they're trying to uh, become more of like a <laughs> like I don't know how to put it without sounding like an asshole, but like they're trying to catch up with the rest of the world. You know, like they want to be part of like the tourism market and all this other stuff, and they want big things like WWE to to go out there and and you know like do things like this in Saudi Arabia. So, damn, yeah. That's true. I feel. I hope they like do something like this in like different countries. They should do like a big one in like the UK because right now like the NDC in the UK is ridiculous. So like mm. wrestling's oh popping over there, or even I, uh, I don't know. Maybe do something in Japan too. Like, do you think Vince is that much of a dick to do something at the Tokyo Dome? I don't know if he would do anything at the Tokyo Dome. Could he get the Tokyo Dome? Like, you know, be, like are the people at the Tokyo Dome loyalists to, like, New Japan? I feel like money's money and money talks. <laughs> yeah, but, and like like I said, like, this isn't something that, like, WWE went out of their way to put on. Like, this was, like, the, the Athletic Society or Commission or whatever from Saudi Arabia extending the invitation to WWE, like, offering them all this money to come put on a show for them uh, type of deal, you know? So this wasn't Vince, like, going, hey, we want to do this in Saudi Arabia. Uh, this is just, like, Vince taking you. taking a shitload of money and doing Maybe a show. Maybe he got a shitload of money country. to fucking get pyro now. 
So for like everyone, like when there was, I was reading. Oh, go ahead. I was reading figures that it was like two hundred million dollars they got for this shit. Holy shit! Yeah, it's a lot of fucking money, dude. Anyway, I just want, but uh, yeah, I just want Pyro to come back because every time we we got together for a pay per view or anything, and there was Pyro, like we had this rule, like if there's Pyro, you gotta take a shot. So it would be fucking smashed. Like halfway through the show, mm-hmm. guaranteed. That was awesome. So yeah. I just want the Pyro to yes. come back. We would... So now we just take shots for no reason. Like there's no mini. Yeah, we it. take shots at the beginning of the show. Yeah, beginning, opening, fire. Like when the show start, and then normally. Or like, um, um, I don't know. We should just we should start doing false finishes. We'll get drunk as fuck during the night. Take it. Like any false finish, take a shot. We'll get drunk after the first match. Just shit. (laughs) But um, yeah. So I mean, after after that tag match, we had the IC ladder match, didn't we? Uh yeah, I did not write that down. Yes, we did. Good save on that. Yeah, we had uh Miz versus Seth versus Joe versus Finn. Yeah, it was a fast fucking paced match. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. But um, I expected more from those guys though. Like you said, <laughs> like now, now, now that I'm rethinking about it, glorified house show. I see it. It was a glor- it was a glorified house show, it really was. Um but um the finish was interesting. Was, I, like, I I was mean, so upset was good... but at the same time like I'm like, that was awesome. Like this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> another fucking robbery. Seth Rollins pulled another fucking robbery. Finn is on the ladder, reaching for the IC title, and then um Seth hops from the apron to the ladder and just runs up and grabs the fucking title and Do you think this will like make Finn not make him, but like like he had it like he had the title. Like it was his. If Ronald didn't come back, it was his. Like, do you think mm-hmm. like this like is gonna lead to a feud between them and then Finn just go full heel? It could. And bring back the demon? It very well could, yeah. Um yeah, what's up with the demon? Demon just disappeared, right? Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, this whole bullet club for everyone. I mean, Valor Club for everyone thing. I like took over. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Finn hasn't been. I would have. I would have preferred to for him to be heel with the club. So I think in this situation, it might be Seth that goes heel. I don't know. I, I mean, that would like, like forego the chances over. of a Shield reunion again. Yeah, speaking of Shield Reunion. You don't think Finn is? It would be interesting to see Finn as a heel, but I would prefer to see it with the club. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, because it probably will happen. Yeah. But like, I would have preferred to see it with the club. Mm. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, speaking of the Shield, like, what's up with Dean Ambrose? Like, Where the fuck is he at? I thought he was going to be back before or after, like right after Mania. And I have yeah, nothing. I don't know. That's a good question. Cause shit. I mean, not that I, I don't, I miss him, but at the same time, like, I can do without him too. Like, it's like an even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Simone Way. Hey guys, what you, you guys should just saw what happened on Skype. It's fucked up. You're gonna have nightmares all night. Anyway, moving on to the first champ, big champion. No, well, I guess no, no, no. You, you're big. skipping Rusev and Undertaker. Casket match. No, that happened. Before. Yeah, dude, I really feel that taking notes, dude. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Rusev versus The Undertaker. Uh, it was cool as fuck to see The Undertaker again. Other than that, like, is he ever going to, he's, he's not going to lose. He busted out old school again. He's, this is awesome. He still looks fucking good, dude. I fucking love it, dude. Um, I like seeing this Undertaker. I hope we see more of this Undertaker. Um, I don't like that Rusev, the one that got buried. <laughs> Definitely, like, I feel like Jericho could have been the one in that place because, like, n- nothing would have happened to Jericho, you know. That's just but he just, he just would have went back to New Japan and had an amazing match with Naito or something, you know. Yeah, Possibly. Exactly. Something like that, you know. Nothing would have happened to, to Jericho's credibility, but Rusev is just, you know, getting shit on. Yeah, I feel like they're just going to bury him deep, 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 deep and not even give him a chance to get a belt or anything. No. Which sucks because yeah. Rusev they so over, and then they'll wait till last minute, and it will be stale as fuck. Yeah, what's up? what's the, what's the strategy there? What like what? Because obviously everybody's like even Saudi Arabia popped a Rusev day. Like I didn't expect that. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like there needs to be a couple more titles. Like, like if they had like a European, they brought back like the European or the hardcore, or even like a. Oh, I guess really, that one wouldn't work for Rusev, like a junior heavyweight championship belt type thing. But that wouldn't work for Rusev because he's definitely not a junior heavyweight wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's not. Which is honestly like the cruiserweight belt, right? You would say? Something like yeah. that. I don't know. I feel like definitely, though, if, they, if each each show had one more belt, Rusev would have the belt for SmackDown. Rusev would have a belt, yeah, definitely. It doesn't make sense. Like, he's so fucking over. Like, put a belt on his ass and let him get even more over. For real. Like, give him the U.S. title back. Like, give him that back. It's his It's his U.S. title. John Cena stole it from him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where Rusev goes. Because, yeah, Rollins holding on the IC. Which is good. And you got Jeff holding down the United Jeff, States. Jeff just got the U.S. Yeah. And they're trying to build, it seems like they're trying to both build up the the mid-belts. So they're not going to have either one of those drop until uh, at least a couple more months. July, August, SummerSlam. Yeah. Not, not for a while, definitely. Yeah. All right, moving on. But um, oh, that's that's one we both got right. Oh yeah, we both got that one right. We got the Bludgeon Brothers right too. Yes, we did. Um, moving on to AJ versus Nakamura, part two in WWE. Yeah, part three in real life. <laughs> uh. Fucking, where, where where do you want me to start? 
Drop, drop it on me, Chuck. Just go. You've been holding this rant in this entire time, so just drop it on me. Dude, I'm fucking pissed. Like, I was so, like, they came into the ring, and I'm like, dude, the crowd was in it. I'm sitting in my hotel room. I'm geeking over. I'm like, they're going to do it. They're not going to fuck this one up. It's going to be lit. It started off good. It started off fast-paced. Like, it was good. And then the fucking bullshit-ass finish came. Like, how the fuck are you going to be building these two up? Like, super hard, like, with all the dick shots. Like, I'm sorry for his ball sack. Like, my ball sack hurts now, too. Like, I don't think I can have kids type shit. Like, AJ's nuts got wrecked so many times just to get fucking counted out. Yeah, I understand they're building the story, but I want a goddamn finish. And, like, I don't want no bullshit-ass fucking (laughs) WrestleMania finish. I want a legitimate, like, I don't even give it, like, I don't even care who wins. Like, I just want someone to get fucking wrecked. Like, I hope, like, I I don't know, like, why they're going to keep trying building this even longer. When fucking you have other people that could fucking be challenging for it now, like Rusev, like Rusev and AJ, or Rusev and Nakamura. Like, I felt like Joe and AJ, Joe and AJ. Yes, that does probably be my number one right now. I forgot about that. Like, you have all these other possible opportunities and you're fucking wasting it on Nakamura. I'm fine with it. I love Nakamura, I love AJ, but like, you think they're going to do this event in Saudi Arabia, there would be a huge fucking title change over there or do something. I mean, technically there was a title change, but it doesn't fucking count because of the fucking vacant belt. Like, I don't yeah, know, then AJ so, no, rages there, on There him. really wasn't, there wasn't any title changes. How show. Exactly. I mean, was there? How show. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's whatever. Like, as soon as the referee I, um, got to eight, I'm like, they're not going to do this. They're not going to do this. And then they fucking yeah. did it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you, what? Like, this is, like, that was a house show finish because I'm sure they're doing this at house shows. Like they're doing AJ versus Nakamura or something. I, um, I, uh, yeah, I felt the same way. Like the count got up to seven, eight, and I was like, no fucking way, no fucking way, no fucking way. And he said 10, and I just like fucking lost my shit. Like I threw my pillow across the room. Damn. I didn't actually. I wanted to though. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. I was about to ready just to turn it off. I'm like, I'm, I was so stoked for this. Like, it, it was good. Like, it was building so well. It was so much better than a WrestleMania match until then. Which, I mean, I guess if they wanted to keep. I was like, so is this going to have a uh, backlash now? Like, what? where is this going to take place again? Because now. now it, is, it is happening at Backlash, yeah. Part three is happening at Backlash. Part they, four. they announced it, like, right after. Well. You know, part three and WWE, now they're almost part at a four point of life. just beating a dead horse, though. Like, they took something that could have been so beautiful for WrestleMania and beating the fucking shit out of it. You know? I, on one hand... Okay, so, like, on, on one hand, in, in terms of long-term booking, I, like, I'm okay with, with that, that finish at the, at the Great Royal Rumble. But the fact that they're doing it at Backlash, to me, is just too sudden. You know, like, like, let's have, like, now, so AJ won the first one. Shinsuke, I mean, it was, you know, nobody won the second one. It was a double count on, obviously, right? But, yeah. like, if, if Shinsuke is supposed to win the third one and make it even, make it, like, significant, you know, like, build it. Like, give it to us at SummerSlam. But the fact that it's happening at Backlash... If AJ wins again, like that's it. It's right? over. Like, that's got to be huge. It's done, but it won't be done. They're gonna beat the dead horse. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, compare this to like they could have built something like the best feud from last year, fucking Okada and Omega. Like they had the match at Wrestle Kingdom, and they waited was till June, and they had their second one, 
and then then they like they had a third one not immediately after, but it was still like a couple months afterwards, and they were all three of them were amazing. Uh, yeah, it was all three of them were great, but like that was like long term Birkin in in the sense that like, you know, Kenny won won the fucking G one, so he that's how he got his title opportunity. So you had from the time he won the G one to Wrestle Kingdom, to 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 build that, you know, like they they were not in a ring, in singles competition at least, until Wrestle Kingdom, you know. It was the same thing so for this like, too. They were tagging against each, with each other. Like, they, I don't think they really fought they each other. They could have. They they could have kept that going. I, um, I just I don't like the I don't like the suddenness of these matches. Like I like I can I can be okay. Like like I said. Like I I think I said it on the last podcast. Like with WrestleMania. Like like that match is building to something. I think they were short on time. And even if that was supposed to be the finish, I would have been okay with it if, like, the match was a little, little longer and we got, like, you know, more action. Because it was building. You know that. Yeah. And, like, I was, okay, I was okay with that finish if the object was to build to something great later on. And then they they put it on the, on the Great Royal Rumble, and I thought, you know, like, this is a huge thing, right? Like, it could be, like, this could be it. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be long. They're going to have their time. And they did. They had they had more time with this match, and that's why you say it was great. It was great. Again, like it, it was it was good, and it was getting better. But that finish fucking sucked. <laughs> and and you know, I I feel like the point of it was to build to something like the, like they're using all these finishes and like false finishes to build to something huge. But like my problem is, I don't think it's gonna come. Like it's not gonna feel special so abruptly. Not. Like that. like, That's what I'm so saying. We went from WrestleMania to the Greatest Royal Rumble to Blacklash. That's gonna be three matches in a row with these guys, and you know something that could have been great and is being ruined by the fact that it's being so sudden. Exactly, and this also brings me back to so, the Omega and Okada. Like Okada won at Wrestle Kingdom. They had a draw, and their second match. It's following the same suit, but it's not doing it right. Like what's next? Like Nakamura is no, gonna win because there was there was time to build that anticipation. That's what I'm saying. So like if 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 like assuming that 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 Shinsuke wins that backlash to make it, you know, the one and one to tie the series, the whole like you know their competition with each other again. Like I feel like backlash isn't enough time to properly build that. It's not gonna feel as significant. I don't think it's not like uh. Uh, I don't know. They're ruining it. They're not. But they always do this when they have, when they know they have money on their like they have a money thing on their hands. But yeah, I don't know. Like, like, like I wish it was just built until like SummerSlam or even Money in the Bank to like get a new champion and then have that champion cash in on whoever. Like, cause I'm sure I I don't know. I don't know what the money make is going to look like, but either, I'm going to predict either Shinsuke or Samoa Joe gets it'll that pr- shit. It'll probably be gold. It'll probably be, they'll probably go back to that gold color instead of red or blue. I don't but, know. um, yeah, man. Do it. Bummer of a match. Um, you got that one right, though. You you got AJ retaining, and I guess he technically did retain. Yeah. <laughs> Do we even want to talk about the next but, um, match? We can talk about the botched ass finish. I, okay, guys. So I was watching this yesterday after work, 
And uh, it's like th- this is almost three hours into the show at this point. And like I fell asleep midway through this match. Not midway. I fell asleep as soon as they got into the ring. <laughs> Just because I, I didn't care. But I woke up at like the end of it when Brock was out of the cage and he won. Other than that, I didn't see any of the fucking match. I didn't care to watch it. I didn't watch the Rumble either. So from this point on, I didn't see shit. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so... Um, it's basically what you would expect from Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in a steel cage, you know. Um, like, right off the bat, I think Brock hit, like, three suplexes, like, right at the start of the match. Um, he hit four F5s or three F5s or something like that. They were keeping count. They were, they were making a big deal of, like, keeping count of how many finishers each guy hit. I think... I think um, Reigns hit like six spears or something like that. Really? Yeah. There was a lot of finishes of finishers used in this match, which I mean, normally would make people look weak, but you know, like Brock is Brock and Roman is Roman. So you're supposed to believe that they're so fucking powerful that they can take all these finishers and not not stay down and all this other shit. But um, yeah, you know, just throwing people around, bodies flying, Roman ooahs, and, mm. and Brock smiles. <laughs> Suplex City but, uh, bitch. The finish of the match. Suplex City bitch, exactly. Um, the finish of the match was, um, so Brock is, is um, on the apron, you know, like between the, between the cage and the ropes, that little yeah. space. And uh, Roman hits him with a spear. The cage gives way. Um, Brock lands on his back, but technically, Reigns' feet were the first to hit the floor. And we know in a steel cage match, they stress that both feet, both feet must touch the floor in order to 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 win. Yeah. So technically, technically, Reigns fucking won. (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. But but they gave it to Brock. And like I think more story. Now I, I think yeah, I think this is a botch. I think this was a botch. But um, you know, like they, they, they they're selling it as like controversy and shit like that. Yeah, like they're gonna work in a whole nother story to continue this fucking so we're still gonna see we're still gonna see Brock and Reigns. Uh, that's whatever. I guess. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Now I have to look at my notes for the rumble because I don't remember all the surprise entrance. But like I mentioned, the the rumble was kind of subpar. I mean, it's oh, by the way, you got that. You got that man. one right. Hey, what? <laughs> you got that Brock one right. You predicted Brock retaining. So oh, yeah, good job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, fifty men in the ring. Like, I mean, it's kind of hard to be good when you have all that going on. The one thing, like the one thing I keep hearing about is Titus O'Neil's trip. I haven't watched oh it yet. God, yeah, that shit was so funny, dude. And like, okay, so like they've never done this before, right? Where like if somebody botches like that, like. I mean, the last time I remember it happening was like, do you remember there was an episode of SmackDown where JBL was like dancing down to the ring and he tripped and then they showed him tripping like later on in the broadcast? 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, okay, I swear to God, they showed Titus slipping under the ring, like, six fucking times. And, like, all three of the announcers were just, like, laughing hysterically the entire fucking time. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was so fucking great, dude. So they show it, like, like probably, like, four times in a row, and then, like, the match goes on maybe like two or three minutes and then they show the fucking replay again just no context it just fucking comes up again <laughs> I bet the um, dude's back yeah. I, I feel like Vince was probably fucking rolling backstage and he was like I fucking put it back Dude, on I, <laughs> I have not seen it yet though that's 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 what uh, um, my friend posted on Facebook that's why I thought cause they He's, he said, like, Titus, what the fuck? And I'm all like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Titus is running the Rumble, and I got a fucking spoiler for this? What the fuck? <laughs> but it turned out that he just fucking tripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, do you want me to talk about it? I mean... If you haven't seen it. Uh, you can go on with the surprises. Like, <laughs> I, I don't... I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, I already know who won. I got that spoiled on accident. Okay, it so it doesn't it doesn't matter. No, I mean I'm only going to talk about the surprises anyway. I know one of I know two of um, them. One of them ain't really a surprise though. Yeah, we had um, we had some some sumo guy, some some sumo guy from Saudi. Arabia. Okay, so first of all, Daniel Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler are the first two guys. Oh, right? what the fuck? Yeah, and um. So they're going. Sin Cara comes out. Mark Henry comes out. That's cool as fuck. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then like that that sumo guy comes out. I don't remember his name, but he's like some sumo wrestler. And um, I don't know how much they paid this guy to to like come to Saudi Arabia and be in the Rumble. But like the dude like gets in the ring and he starts like slapping himself and doing the sumo thing. And then like just like he's in the ring for like a maybe thirty seconds, and then Mark Henry threw his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to find a list of all the guys because I don't remember. Um, Hornswoggle, yeah, I know that one. Was one of the surprise guys, which is cool. I mean, I guess like he wasn't eliminated. I don't think. He never went over the top rope. He crawled out. From like he like he crawled out the rope and then he climbed the turnbuckle to try to do a tadpole splash and he was eliminated from there. So we never actually went. He never actually went over the top rope. So yeah, Hornswoggle. <laughs> Could you imagine him trying to eliminate Braun? <laughs> Dude, all I'm thinking about right now is that fucking uh, episode of Being the Elite, or <laughs> like. What do they call that midget? Fucking hornswoggle. He's like, I'm not fucking hornswoggle. And he just gives mad a low <laughs> blow. Just... <laughs> that was fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so. I'm trying to find all the guys. Because I don't, like, I don't remember. You know, the usual rumble stuff. It was kind of like a. Like a it was kind of slow. We had a few guys from NXT. Roderick Strong came up. He was in it. Um, Tucker Knight from Heavy Machinery, he was in it. Um, and there was this other big guy that I, like, I'd never fucking heard of, but apparently he's from NXT as well. What was his name? I don't know. It starts with like a C or something like that. Cash is? No, no, no. It was, it was, um, it was something else. 
Gotcha. I don't know if I can find his name, but... Oh, actually, look, I found a list. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, um, interesting note. Bo Dallas came out to his actual theme song, and I was, like, really excited about that. All you gotta do is bully. Elias came out with his guitar. Oh, fuck yes. And, um... Even even in Saudi Arabia, he fucking got a huge pop. And, you know, when he did his usual WWE stands for, the crowd did it. Like, they were chanting, walk with Elias. And I was like, fuck. Like, this guy's over everywhere. Just like Rusev. <laughs> like, that's another guy that deserves a title. Like, if there was a third belt on Raw, he would have the title. There's no reason for him not to have the Universal mm-hmm. title right now, either. Exactly. So, yeah. Hmm. So Royal Rumble, Tucker Knight. Um, you know, I, I mentioned last week that they they were probably gonna bring in guys from Two O Five Live and NXT, and they did. Tony Nese and Drew Gulak from Two O Five Live were in there. Cool. Um, cool. Not a whole lot of um. Mike Canellis got eliminated in like three seconds. He was that. He was that spot this time. <laughs> yeah, I honestly thought they were gonna bring back uh. Fuck, what's his name? The guy that he got in the ring for like a minute, a second, and like can't eliminate him instantly. He's like, I oh, go back um, in. <clears throat> I wasn't I ready. I can't remember his name, but I know who took it. Yeah. Santino. Yeah, Santino, Santino Morello. <laughs> I go back in. I wasn't yeah, ready. Um, Mike, Mike Canales was that spot this time, dude. Uh, um, wait, hang on. Was Heath Slater in this? Yes. Did he get his ass beat before he actually made it into the match? <laughs> no, he actually made it into oh, the shit. <laughs> that was fucking great. Um, yeah, we had we had that super dope Titus spot. Um, another NXT guy, Dan Matha, came up. Um, the great Kali um, waddled to the ring. I mean, he was per- he was on the <laughs> card, like on the, the what they were showing. Of who was going to be in the match. Yeah. Great Kali waddled to the ring and um, he was eliminated pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> um, Shane McMahon was in the Rumble. That was like surprising to me. Yeah, I seen he went through the announce table or some shit. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that spot. Yeah. Um, who was it that threw Braun, him? I think. Braun? Yeah, like fucking killed his ass. Like, like he's just like laying there dead as fuck. Um, who did you? Chris Jericho was the last guy. He was the fiftieth guy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. I was gonna ask who was the fiftieth, but that makes me happy that he was fiftieth. Because I figured it was gonna be fucking Roman Reigns or some shit. Was he even in the Rumble? Roman? No. Actually, none of the guys that competed on the card were in the Rumble. Oh, that's cool. Which was surprising. Yeah. No Rey Mysterio? Yes, Rey Mysterio was there as well. But, um, yeah. Uh, Braun. Braun picks up the win. What did you predict to win? Um, <laughs> John Cena. Oh yeah, it was one of those things where I just wanted to pick some random ass dude, and I don't, I have no idea what neither of us thought about Braun. Like Braun didn't even cross our minds. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about it either. Uh, yeah, 
<laughs> feel stupid. But uh, I saw, what was it, they get a trophy and he was holding up a belt. What, what was that about? I think the belt was just um, part of the trophy. Like, I don't think he's a Saudi Arabia champion. <laughs> no, they called it the greatest Royal Rumble champion. So, like, it, it was interesting to me. Like, when they said that, like, I thought, like, it'd be really cool if the only way this was defended was, like, back at the, uh, you know, back at the greatest Royal Rumble. That would be pretty cool, but he said that he don't think they're going to do this every year. So it's one of those like. Do you think he's going to start carrying it around with him? Probably at least for like a couple months. You know how Corbin every time he came out when he won the um the the Andre the Giant, he had the trophy with him. Fucking every time he had a match. So I'm assuming Braun might carry it around with him. It's it's at least especially on Raw just to kind of like show that he won the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Because everybody got these hands, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it was, it was just like your typical rumble. I think I think what took away from the excitement about it was like there wasn't really that much of you know the the, the implications for it weren't that huge. Besides the fact that you got a cool looking trophy and a green belt. Yeah. But um, Daniel Bryan. Officially in WWE's record books, got the broke the record for the longest time spent in a Royal Rumble. He was in there for an hour and sixteen minutes. Holy shit! I seen his chest got beat to but, shit. Oh yeah, he got fucked up. That was that's from Roddy. Roddy fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, should that count? Because it was a fifty man Royal Rumble, so naturally it's gonna be longer than any Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. But, I mean. Because Rey Mysterio got it because he came out number one in a, in a regular 30 Royal Rumble. And he go, he was in there for like an hour and like three minutes or something like that. So, DB was in there like 14 minutes longer. But it wasn't a legit. But, I mean, there was, it, was a, it was a longer Royal Rumble. There was 20 extra men. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So It just. You see how it is? You see how, like, back asswards it is? Like, like the whole, like, it, was, it goes back to, like, the Asuka streak thing. Like, she would have lost in a tag match, your streak is done type shit. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of fucked. Like, it's kind of like... So, basically, we're talking about how fickle the WWE records are. Yeah, they're fucking, they give records <laughs> who they want to give to. Like, it's, it's Basically, truth. yeah. I think honestly, like that was like probably one of like one of the biggest things from that rumble. Besides the fact that Braun got a huge trophy, yeah. and Hornswoggle didn't get eliminated, and Titus's little slip. Oh god, that's great! <laughs> I wonder if he hit his face on anything under the ring. Like if there was a table or anything under there. I don't know, dude. I t- I thought like okay, so like I'm I'm watching it and um. I looked down for a second, and when I look up, Titus is, like, crawling up from under the ring, and I was like, what just happened? Like, did he not, like, was he under the ring the entire time? And then they showed the replay, and I was just like, oh, my God. I gotta look <laughs> like this he up, He almost dude. slid completely fucking up. under that thing. You haven't seen it? No, dude, I've, like, I haven't attempted to see it. Yeah, turn the bitch down. Dude, I just typed typed in Titus, and the first thing that comes up, Titus and Neil trips. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, that, yeah, that was this weekend of wrestling. Or this week of wrestling. I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown, but that boy, that boy Chuck came through. Yeah, I did. Working all these hours, but still, still dedicating my time to wrestling. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's it yeah, I think, for this week, yeah, wouldn't you say, Chuck? I think that is it this week. I know next week we definitely should cover Ring of Honor, War of the Worlds, Chicago, because, uh, yeah, hopefully most of the card will be out by then. Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll either do predictions then or the following week. One of those. We'll be doing predictions for that ROH event for sure. Probably. It's going. a Sunday, right? So we'll probably do it the night before, honestly. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll chit-chat about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. But um, so this we're going to have like the results of of this greatest Royal Rumble this week. We'll see. We'll see what happens with AJ and, and Knock and all that shit. Um, yeah, we'll see. A pr- yeah. I'm just predicting two boring weeklies again just because, oh, building a backlash. like they, I feel like they timed it so uh, so bad to do two big. I, I, don't, I mean, obviously, I don't feel like they were planning this one. Like, it kind of came abrupt, and it probably just fit in the schedule to do it this week. But I don't know. I feel like they could have worked it in as, like, an actual, like, pay-per-view or something. I don't know. I don't know the circumstances around it. I just know that it was a glorified house show. Yeah. So. It started off to feel like a pay-per-view, but yeah, like, looking at the results and how everything went down, it it had the, it was a house show. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, that's why I asked you, because I know you were watching it before I did, and I was asking you, like, what you know, what kind of vibe are you getting from it? Like, it felt like a pay-per-view. Like, the atmosphere felt like a pay-per-view. It's just, like, what was the performances and, like, the, the booking that went on was house show. Because it did have that big stage feel, to me at least. Like, it did feel like it was a big deal, but it just... I don't know. When, when the the longer it went on, and me just rethinking about it, and the yeah, it, it was like a it was a house show at best. Yeah. So I mean, there's some good news here. Is that like, if you don't consider the fact that we didn't predict the cruiserweight belt because we didn't know there was going to happen, and you look at the card as only nine matches, yeah. I got six out of nine of them right. Holy shit. Look at that. How many did I get right? Yeah. Four out of nine? You got five. Damn, dude. Look at that, dude. We're getting... That was over 50%, son. We're getting We're getting really good at this prediction. Word. Done. So hopefully one time we... All right. Perfect scorecard, dude. Ten out of ten backlash. I'm calling it again. Yeah, this is just for Doritos? This is for, yeah, I'll take some spicy nacho, dude. I fucks with that shit. Okay. Also, shout out to Doritos for sponsoring the knobs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I think this is it, Charlie. I think we should wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up, and uh, so we'll see y'all. Thanks for listening to Ringing the Bell, maybe, possibly. Yeah, with Chuck and Lando. If you're listening. We're, we're, we're not sorry that it goes on longer every week. Just means that we we were actually. I kind of am. 
Why is I that? Would be, I would be bored as fuck if I was listening to dudes just talk about wrestling. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. They're always like, you can always fast forward through it. Yeah, that's true. We should like leave markers on, on Spotify about where, 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 you know, where, what, what. Yeah. Or we can do breakdowns. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about We can it. always. We can always have that section where I glorify 205 Live as, as like a That's really own, like highlight it's, section. It's, so it's that its everybody own podcast, dude. This will be its own podcast. <laughs> like, you can record that right after 205 Live like, by yourself. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a constant. I feel like that's a con. Oh, Charlie, we didn't even fucking do our of the week. We we're about to sign off. <laughs> uh, favorite matches and stuff. God, God we're bad at Hmm. Right. All right. I already know your favorite match. You said it was Kalisto and Cedric, right? Yes. From the Greatest Royal Rumble, yes. Ah, mm. oh, man. It, this, is, this, is, this is a rough week of wrestling. Probably, I'm actually going to yeah. agree with you this week, though. That was probably my favorite match as well. <laughs> Two of five live in the house. <laughs> One six seven. Um, my my favorite my favorite segment came from uh, NXT, and it's going to be that four part segment that I'm talking about. Everything leading up to the Alistair Black Aaron Rowan match. If you can count Aaron that as Rowan, one segment, which Aaron I do, because like it flowed. Oh fuck, Eric Young. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Young. Yeah, yeah. My favorite segment was that whole Eric Eric Young KO and Sammy fucking. On the show, they're like, "Well, we'll be doing it all the time." Like, "Oh, no, never mind. We'll, we'll be doing it whenever we feel like we we want to do it." It was great. <laughs> never laughed so hard at a at a at an opening segment. Now it was an <laughs> opening, but like, it was pretty fucking cool. So I hope they keep doing it every week because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, dopeness. All right, so all right, this is it for real. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yep, thank you. To ringing the bell, possibly, maybe. Yeah, dude, know. we we should we should have yeah. just did the podcast and ended it at two oh five just for you. Oh shit! Okay, we got to do that next week. We we're five minutes. I'll just cut five minutes from this podcast. All right, yeah, dude. I'm sure All right, there, bye, there's, guys. There's, 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 yeah, Peace. bye.